Ask not what your country can do for you. Ask what you can do for your country. Hello, and welcome to episode 191 of Public Interest Podcast with your host, Jordan Cooper, where we interview politicians, activists, advocates, and others who seek to improve the state of the world. We're here today with J.J. McGuigan, uh, an award-winning songwriter and guitarist who's also a healthcare advocate. J.J. was diagnosed with OCD and depression at the age of 16, and he has overcome his illness uh, and recently became a finalist in the VH1 Save the Music Songwriting Contest. J.J. is currently charting on the National Americana radio charts. You can listen to more at jjmcguiganmusic.com. J.J., thank you so much for joining us today. How are you? Doing pretty good. Thank you for having me. You're welcome. We're glad to have you on the show. So the first question I'd like to pose to you is, what are you currently doing or what have you ever done to advance the public interest and why? Um, Well, currently, um, as far as music and mental health goes, um, to progress, you know, or to get rid of the stigma of mental health and increase mental health awareness, all at shows or online and forums and whatnot, and any chance that I get is just basically done to try and uh, increase mental health awareness. I'll tell them, you know, a little bit about what I've gone through and, and that you're not alone, that um, seeking help is the right thing to do. It's not to be considered as weak or anything like that. Um, but that, you know, mental health, as we can see here in the West, uh, Western world, is a, is a big concern because of the stress that we live under in, in our society. And so he's just trying to address those needs and, and help people realize, you know, um, find themselves, you know, in, in the process and everything. And I just recently started uh, volunteering and, and working uh, with the Mental Health Association of South Central Kansas, um, helping out in their group homes, Um working with people who are going through a rough time and just trying to get them back on their feet and, and give them some skills and tools they can learn. And, and, and I end up learning a lot in the process, too. And so um, that's currently what I'm doing right now. So would you say that any of your listeners are surprised to learn that you've gone through uh, mental health, uh, had mental health conditions and issues in your past? Is that something that surprises your listeners? Uh, I think surprise some, um, definitely, um, and some, uh, you know, I try and be open about it, so some might already know know about it, and um, but it's definitely one of those things that it, it can it can be kept hidden, but it, it's best to be brought out in the open is the way I look at it, and with a lot of people struggling with those types of issues, you know, it, it, you might not see it at first, and so um, I just think it's important that people can be can talk openly about it. So you're diagnosed with obsessive compulsive disorder and depression. Is that manifested at all in your music? Yeah. Um, I talk a lot about, um, you know, personal stuff, but make it generalized so where anybody can relate to it. Um, you know, there's some, a lot of emotion in the lyrics and in the music and everything. And, it's one of those deals where the, the, the EP is titled Associative um, because as well as, you know, OCD and depression, uh, you know, I've had depersonalization disorder that that's usually accompanies anything 
any disorder that's high anxiety or, or, or major depression, and it's a dissociative disorder, just kind of out of body, not feeling like you at all. Um, basically, it, it, it accompanies anxiety and depression, not as a separate illness, but as a manifestation of those illnesses usually. And the person can feel like they're in a dream state. Um, they're observing their own life, but they're not actually taking part in it. And, and so I'm trying to get the and I find a lot of people, um, <clears throat> excuse me, suffer from that and, and don't really know what it's called or, or what what to do about it. And so um, I try and talk about that as well. Um, so, so you mentioned that your music, you're you're trying to use your music. Well, first of all, let's talk about you and your own personal journey. Um, was music a coping mechanism for you? Did it provide you solace? You mentioned that you might have been lonely when you first began being yeah. diagnosed with these things. Definitely did. It definitely was the best, probably the best form of therapy for me. It was the most consistent. It was the most, um, you know, songs would reach me that, you know, I didn't, that I could relate to, that I, I couldn't really express on my own and I couldn't, um, relate to anybody else, so it helped with the loneliness of it, the, uh, um, just feeling like, you know, hey, this person out there is singing what I'm going through, and so that really made a big difference, and, and that's what inspired me to, to write music myself in hopes of doing that same thing for others as well, so. So, uh, so you've been, so you were able to, to use music as a, as a therapy in order to get through some of your mental health awareness. You also mentioned that you'd like to overcome stigma. Were there, was there any mm-hmm. sort of stigma that you experienced that made the challenge of mental, of your, of your OCD and depression that much worse? Yeah. Uh, I was diagnosed in 1998 mm-hmm. and it was right in, in, in high school. And, a lot of people, you know, at that age, they've not heard of these things. I hadn't heard of it, and um, and to be to have it and be diagnosed with it, you know, I'd try and explain it to friends and whatnot, and they would have no clue what I was talking about, and so you, you kind of feel a little bit shunned um, in in that community and, and, and at that age that you know people just aren't getting it, and and what I'm going through, it's not like having another type of physical type of illness, uh, you know, a heart problem or something like that, um, where it can be more easily more easily understood and comprehended by other people. Um, so it was definitely something, a hurdle to, to climb over, you know, as far as um, getting people to kind of understand and um, accept, you know, what, what, what was going on with me at that time. What did it feel like uh, yeah. when you were initially diagnosed with OCD and depression? You know, at first there was some relief because I thought, okay, I'm not just out there. I'm not the only one that's gone through this. There's other people that have gone through it. It's a, it's a process that the doctors know about and that I can, and that there's help for it. Um, and then, you know, then that's always been kind of a relief just knowing that you are not alone and um but then it kind of you go through the stages of you know do I really have this you know does this really mean anything and um this the isolation then 
comes upon you um, shortly thereafter, at least it did for me, um, simply because of lack of awareness and, and everything. So you were more isolated from your friends and your community once you were diagnosed? Yeah, it became that way. It, it definitely did. Um, just because they, they didn't know about it and it wasn't looked upon as, you know, an issue at all. Um, and it was more it was more along the lines of, well, you can just get over it, you know, type of mentality. Well, can you just do something and, and be done with it? And it, it's, it's a chronic thing. It's a chronic illness. Um, do you continue to live with so it to this gonna, day? Yeah, definitely. Um, I mean, it's not as bad, but um, it's, you know, depression and anxiety and obsessive thoughts and um, all those things can still creep back in. And so you just got to take it day by day and so, live one day at a time. So, JJ, tell me a little bit about your lyrics, about your songs. What are you writing mm-hmm. about? What What are you trying to convey? Basically, I'm trying to convey, you know, things I've been through, um, concepts that have to deal with um, that can be related to mental health, um, a, a person's loneliness, a person's struggles, um, anything, you know, as well as deliver hope as well, um, that there's always, there's always hope. Um, and just anything of, of that nature that can strike a chord emotionally with someone um, that maybe, you know, is said differently in a way that they can relate to and, and and help them not feel as isolated, and it helps me as well. So, so do you, uh, I guess, sometimes, so you've been volunteering uh, as a, in, in mental health care facilities, and you believe that that sort of work is helping you understand the different illnesses, mm-hmm. and, and, and uh, I guess you're helping provide provide help to individuals in need of help. Can you speak a little bit more about the volunteer work you're doing or any sort of mental health advocacy you're doing? Yeah, um, through the through the volunteer work, it's um, learning about the person and, and, and what they're going through, each individual, and it's helping them. Um, they're in a state where they can't really live on their own. They can't really... Um, function, you know, without assistance, and so you provide that forum, and you get to um, get to help with whatever it is they need, like daily living activities, like making sure that certain things they have to do, they can get done, and, you know, you could possibly help them job search, um, mm-hmm. you can help them search for housing, um, and you're just there for support. Um I uh, mostly do it on the weekends, and um, you're just you're just you're basically there for support and 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 maybe some guidance. And I also learn a lot as well about you know what led up to their condition, what led what what condition they have, and, and everything like that. So it's a big learning experience on my end as well. So you're trying to make a career as a, a professional musician, right? Mm-hmm. Correct. Yeah. So has, I mean, how would you say your situation is different than any of your competitors or colleagues, however you characterize them? I mean, what's it, how, what's it like to be, to try to be a mental health care professional, I'm sorry, to be a, uh, a professional musician while having a mental health care condition? 
especially since being mm-hmm. on the road and being a musician, it has lots of ups and downs naturally. And sometimes you have mm-hmm. a good audience, sometimes there's a bad crowd. And what, how, yeah. how is it to be a, a touring musician with, uh, you know, OCD and depression? It can be tough, definitely. You you want to surround yourself with good people, and I'm fortunate enough to have that. People that will keep you grounded, that will know when you're down, they can, you know, help bring, bring you bring you back up. And if you're a little bit too high on something, they can kind of ground you a little bit. And you just really want to try and stay as, as even keel as you can and, you know, not get swept away by, you know, if you had a great crowd, enjoy it and, and, and have fun. But, you know, it's, it's smart not to maybe expect that every time. Just go out and, and and give what you can, give you give your all to that audience every night. And don't be so caught up with how you perceive their reaction to be. Um, but, yeah, it, it, a lot of it comes down to just having people to talk to constantly and uh, as well as being there for them and just um, really knowing who the good people in your life are and surrounding yourself with them is, I think, is very important. So as we approach the end of the podcast, I'd like to ask you to speak to your listeners out there, anyone who may have a mental health care condition, who may be suffering from similar ailments as, as yourself, and I'd like you to give a message of hope to them, to tell them how they can fight stigma and what you're trying to do to raise awareness and what they can do to raise awareness and fight stigma um, and uh and then ultimately, if you could reflect a little on what you hope your legacy will be, what you hope the effect of your music will be, um, uh, please. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'd say to anybody listening right now, if you are going through something and you're not sure what it is you're, and you're having a hard time with it, um, don't fall into necessarily hopelessness. Uh, you know, we all feel it, but don't don't believe in it know that hope is out there. You can reach out to um, mental health professionals and really find one that fits you. Find find one that, you know, will work well with you. Um, if, you if you're if you afraid of what maybe, you know, your friends or your parents and family might think, um, just try and find one person you think you can trust to to let them know and I believe we all have that one person, and it might be someone you've not met yet. You've got to, you know, maybe seek out a mental health professional. But just know that there are caring people out there. It is getting better. The the mental health awareness, you know, movement is getting better. Um, you are not alone, and um, just don't give up, man. Don't give up hope because I there was a time when I did, and um, it was it was very dark and and whatnot, and it just consumes you. But um, luckily I had support and I had an inner drive to still get better even though feeling that way. And, you know, I was able to to overcome that element of it and and, and lead a pretty productive life and a fulfilling life, uh, you know. And and, and you don't have to look at it necessarily as a overall bad thing. It can be a great learning experience, uh, make you stronger and and everything. And and just know you're not alone is is the big thing. If if more people can can talk about it and just openly share how they feel, you know, and and everything, 
that can play a big part too. So try and find that one person you can trust and, and surround yourself with those types of people. And also, you know, rely on, you can rely on yourself as well. It can be, you know, a good time for introspection and everything. And you'll, you'll find you have all the answers you need along the way. Um, it's just a matter of taking it day by day, remembering to breathe and just, and just keep carrying on. And good things will, will come your way. That has been JJ McGuigan, an award-winning songwriter and guitarist who's also a mental health care advocate who currently has OCD and depression, but has been able to work with his illness and has succeeded uh, in, as being a finalist in the VH1 Save the Music Songwriting Contest and being at the top of the Americana radio chart. Gigi speaks about uh, a journey where he was inspired by his own pain and suffering to try to alleviate the pain and suffering of others, um, having found a way to cope with his disease, um, his mental health care state. Um, he, he encourages others with, with similar challenges not to give up hope and continually reiterates that you're not alone. Many individuals um, have mental health care conditions. There's nothing to be ashamed of uh, by having a mental health care condition. You, often, you should not be ashamed to seek help. And in fact, he encourages others to seek help. Uh, and JJ uses his music as a means of raising awareness um, that you can succeed in many different ways in life um, while uh, continuing to have a depression or other sorts of mental health care conditions. And so ultimately, uh, JJ seeks to deliver hope. And in this way, he advances the public interest. So JJ, I'd like to thank you for joining us today. Thank you very much for having me. This has been another episode of Public Interest Podcast with your host, Jordan Cooper, where we interview politicians, activists, advocates, and others who seek to improve the state of the world. I'll remind you to subscribe on publicinterestpodcast.com and on iTunes. Leave a review of this podcast on iTunes and listen on Stitcher, SoundCloud, CastBox, Blueberry, Player FM, Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, and YouTube. Should you wish to comment on this episode, you're welcome to leave a voicemail at 240-630-0380. And the first three minutes of that voicemail may be played in future episodes of Public Interest Podcast. Should you wish to support the podcast, you're welcome to leave a contribution in an amount that you feel comfortable with at publicinterestpodcast.com. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll talk to you next time.